Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So don't we need a lot of mercy? I know I certainly do. How about you? Do you need a lot of mercy? I just hear those shouts going, oh yeah, oh yeah. Here's a question. How does the mercy that you receive from God impact how you treat others or the mercy that you extend to others? So how does the mercy that you you yourself have received from the Lord get real practical with it? Like how does that play out in your life? How does it impact how you view others, what you think, um, you know, how you judge others. What impact does it have? Great journaling question. And also with the Holy Spirit, just say, okay, Lord, show me how my mercy, you know, because of all you've done for me, how it impacts others, but also show me where I fall short. Because remember, as the Holy Spirit grows us, whenever he points out a shortcoming to us, an area of sin. It's always a growth opportunity. It's always a place where he's willing to give us the strength, the wisdom, the understanding that we need to take that ground. And that's the wonderful advantage with having the Holy Spirit point out to us these growth areas. So again, does the mercy that you receive from God impact the way that you treat, treat others? Okay, now what is mercy? What does it include? Well, of course, it includes compassion, right? Okay, mercy and compassion go hand in hand as does tenderness and forgiveness. Another definition actually brings in the unwilling to give pain. In other words, not cruel. Okay. So, so we're not willing to inflict pain. We're not, we're not cruel to those around us. When we talk about this thing called mercy or merciful in Exodus 34, chapter six, it says, um, actually, this is when Moses, let me give you the context here. Um, Moses goes up to get copy number two of the Ten Commandments. And what happens is the Lord comes down in a cloud and he calls out his own name. He calls out Yahweh. I mean, that's just what comes from him. And he goes and he passes in front of Moses. And as he passes in front of Moses, God is actually speaking. And he says, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy, I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. So we also know from Lamentations 3.22 that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. So God's mercies towards you and his mercies towards me are actually unending. Isn't that good? That should be so comforting to our hearts and actually cause us to think what mercy means to us. So what we want to do is we want to dive into the word. We want to read Matthew 5. We're going to look at Matthew 5. We're in the middle of looking at Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. We're looking at the Beatitudes. And so we want to dive into Matthew chapter 5. And I've been trying to read it from a number of different translations because that helps as we study the word of God. So we're going to go back to verse 1. And uh, we're going to read it out of Young's literal translation. So it's going to sound probably pretty different from the way that you've heard it. It's going to be pretty um, cut and dry here. So having seen the multitudes, he went up to the mount. And he, having sat down, his disciples came to him. And having opened his mouth, 
he was teaching them, saying, Happy are the poor in spirit, because theirs is the reign of the heavens. Happy the mourning, because they shall be comforted. Happy the meek, because they shall inherit the land. Happy those hungering and thirsting for righteousness, because they shall be filled. Happy are the kind, because they shall find kindness. Hmm. That's our verse. Verse 7. Happy are the kind, for they shall find kindness. I, I really like that. Happy are the kind. Most versions say blessed are the merciful. But but that thought of being merciful isn't as much something that, that translates into our culture. But when we have the word kind, what does it mean to be kind? Kind and mercy. Okay, synonyms. So what does it mean to be kind? Think about this. Okay, Jesus does not bless those who show mercy. Okay, showing mercy is actually the outward expression of mercy. Rather, he blesses those who are merciful. Why is that important? Because it means that our belief system has to be one that extends mercy from the very core of our being. In other words, it's this inward disposition. It's our belief system. It's part of our DNA. It's who we are. It's part of the core of our being. You see, as Jesus said this, as he said, um, you know, blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Blessed are the merciful. Um, the common Jewish person in that in that culture, in that time, they would have thought like the pardon of injuries or the practice of giving money or alms to the needy. But again, that's the outward disposition. Jesus was pulling it inward. You see, Jesus in this one statement took the focus off the outward performance, which was actually where the Pharisees excelled, where their pride sat, what they bragged about is because they were so pious and so good at all this stuff. And Jesus is right there. He's taken back the ground and he's saying, it starts with the heart. It starts with the inward being. It, he places the expectation on character rather than on the outward display. In other words, actions cannot stand alone. Being merciful is a matter of the heart and the actions then come from the heart. In other words, we don't do it just because it's the right thing to do it. We do it because it's in the very core. It's in the depth of our being. Matthew six twelve. okay, the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our debts or trespasses, depending on your denominational background, as we forgive others. Okay, forgive us as we're forgiving others. Or in Matthew 9, 13, he tells the Pharisees uh, that they need to learn what it means that the Lord desires mercy and not sacrifice. What does it mean when the Lord desires that merciful heart? So mercy, in a sense, is the driving force behind Jesus's incarnation, his death, his resurrection. We're showing mercy. You're showing mercy. You're, you are showing mercy by God just because he loves you. I'm showing mercy by God just because he loves me. So with the heart that that is merciful, we're blessed. And then we do what we do because we have a heart that's full of mercy. It becomes this inward 
inward being. So we give mercy out and we receive mercy back. What does that receiving mercy back look like? Well, I want to suggest we actually don't know the full extent of that. I think um, we stop short. Like we we struggle in our human understanding to to understand that. We, we know that Jesus's death and resurrection was because of the mercy of God. We know that when Adam and Eve sinned, God already had a plan in his mercy. Okay, he went and already he he put that plan into action for Jesus. Okay, in his mercy, he saved Noah and his family rather than destroying everyone. In his mercy, he led the Israelites out of Egypt. And when the plagues went through, in his mercy, okay, he, he saved the Israelites. In his mercy, he has saved you from things. In his mercy, he has saved me from things. Okay, in his mercy, in his love, in that mercy driven by the love that he has for us. So we know bits and pieces, you know, in Psalm 28, 6, the psalmist declares his praise to God. Why? Because God heard his cry for mercy. Or in Deuteronomy 30, verse 3, it says, there is a promise that the Lord your God will restore your fortunes. He will have mercy on you. Or if we jump into the New Testament, we have Jesus casting the demons out of a man, telling him to go home and to tell the people what the Lord has done, how much mercy he has had on you. That's Mark 5:19. So when when we use the authority of the kingdom of heaven and we do deliverance, it's the mercy of God being extended to that individual. No mercy for the demons, just for the individual, just so you know. Um so we're to imitate God and God has showered us with mercy. So how are we doing at tending our own hearts and showering the world around us with that mercy that God has showered on us? After all, Jesus did what he saw his father doing. We follow that example, right? When we wholeheartedly extend mercy, the result is that mercy flows back to us. Okay, so so let's let's have the rubber hit the road. This is a very well-known story, but I think it so fits in with this. And it's about Corey Ted Boone. Okay, so you know, if, if Corey Ted Boone, she was a prisoner in the German concentration camps, and after her release, she would travel and she would speak. So she was going through Ger- Germany and she was witnessing to her faith. And one night she finds herself in Hamburg and she gives her personal testimony. She talks about the horror of the concentration camps, the mistreatment, the torture, the humiliation. She talks about her own struggle to forgive those who had hurt her, who had humiliated her. And at the end of the address, she's standing there in front of this little congregation. And she looks out and she sees a face that just causes her to freeze. You see, it was a face from that concentration camp. And then not only did that cause her to freeze, but this individual, this man begins to walk towards her. And oh, those memories came flooding back. He was a prison guard at one of the concentration camps where she was held. And not only was was he a prison guard, but he was the guard in the women's shower. And so every week when they were stripped and marched through that shower like cattle, He was one of the ones who watched and leered and made comments. And she walked in front of him, fully exposed, naked, humiliated, a prisoner. Everything that went with that torture, that that period of her life. And he walks towards her and those memories come back. And in that moment, she had to make a decision. 
Was she going to extend mercy? Or was she going to let hatred win? Was she going to extend mercy or was she going to cast judgment? What was she going to do? And so he, he comes to her and he reaches out his hand and he says, Corey, can you forgive me? And she reaches out the hand of forgiveness and of mercy because mercy and forgiveness can travel hand in hand. Think about this. She had every reason, every earthbound, earthly reason not to accept the man's hand, but God. But she followed Jesus. But she had a heart that was totally sold out to God. So that mercy that she gave him wasn't what he deserved. But yet the mercy God gives us isn't what we deserve either. It's interesting, our culture will often see this, this act of mercy as weakness. But would you look at Corey Ten Boone as being weak or being incredibly strong? I see her as being incredibly strong. You see, our culture will tell us that if we show mercy, that we're going to get abused, we're going to get walked on, taken advantage of. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. But when we trust God through the journey and we do life his way, we have that heart of mercy, that belief system that's merciful, and we extend it towards others, and we live out of that spot, and our actions come out of that place. Then we are blessed, and the promise is that we will receive mercy. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we can struggle so much with this whole concept. Like We could talk about it, and it sounds really good, but when the rubber meets the road like it did for Corey Ten Boom. God, we pray for shoring up a strengthening up that we would respond as she did, that we would extend mercy because of the mercy that you've extended to us. So, Father, we need your wisdom. We need your counsel. We need your insight as we navigate this road. So that we extend mercy from that, that heart that's sold out to you, that, that heart of compassion, that right heart of compassion based on the heart of the father, based on uh, biblical standards, not based on enabling, but based on health and wholeness and freedom and salvation, all those things that come from the kingdom of heaven. So father, we thank you right now. We thank you for your mercy and just take a moment and thank the Lord for his mercy. God, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you that you don't hold my sins against me. Thank you, Lord, that you re remove those sins as far as the east is from the west. Thank you, God, in you, there's no shame. There's no condemnation. Thank you, God, that your mercies are new every morning. And they're not just new for me, but they're, they're new for those around us also. So, Father, thank you. Lord, help us learn to have that hard attitude in the very core of our being of being merciful, that we can represent you to the world around us. And just thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. May your day be filled with the goodness of God. May you see the mercy of God. May your heart well up in thankfulness to the Lord for how he extends that mercy to you. And may you go out and from the very core of your being, let that mercy just come out to those around you and look and see what God will do in and through you as that heart of mercy 
just grows because he is faithful. Okay, be sure to share this and also visit the website, ruthhendrickson.com. While you're there, take a look at our event page. Uh, Look and see what's going around. Maybe we're going to be somewhere close to you and you can come join us in person. That would be fabulous. Uh, We would just love to meet you. I'd love to meet you if I'm in your neck of the woods or come to my neck of the woods. I would love, love, love to meet you at one of the events that we have. So take a look at that event page and just have a great day. Be so blessed. Know that God is for you and you are here for such a time as this. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.